This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We kind of look ahead now, and, you know, we got tomorrow. We have a team that you're extremely familiar with mm-hmm. as the Detroit Red Wings come to town. Uh, I would say a team on the rise, not there yet, but once again, we'll use that term, some nice pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's a Detroit team that is kind of in a similar spot to that Ottawa team, but I think is a little bit, um, a little bit probably ahead of the curve from a coaching system wise. I think, uh, Derek Lalonde has a, is building that team structurally a little bit better than DJ Smith is doing in Ottawa. And this is not a, not saying DJ Smith isn't doing the right thing in Ottawa, but I think Derek Lalonde bringing what he had from Tampa, bringing kind of his experience from Tampa and building a team. I think Detroit is getting built that way properly. And um, it's, it's a team that is dealt with in the Red Wings that have dealt with a ton of injuries still where they are in the standings, despite what a lot of people kind of expected both internally and externally. And it's also a, it's, it's a team too, that beat Tampa earlier this week, lost last night to Florida is going to be up and down. So you're going to get, you could get, uh, I don't know which Detroit team you get on Saturday. I'm imagining it will be a little bit of the better team coming off of a five, one loss to Florida last night. There'll be a little bit more of that kind of kick in the pants. I'm sure from the coaching staff to get everything going. So I think you'll get the better team of that. And it's also there's a Detroit, uh, there's always a bit of a Detroit Dallas, uh, even though they're not in the same conference anymore and everything like that, but there's always been a bit of that kind of Detroit Dallas yeah. rivalry that play that plays into things, whether it's, it's a combination of familiarity where the, so many of the stars, so much of the stars management and their history comes from time in Detroit. Um, there's the uh, there's the obvious rift of the the Mike the end of Mike Madano's career taking place in a Red Wings jersey sure. as opposed to a Stars jersey. Um, there's some more recent beef um, that I'm sure I think Stars fans may have probably forgotten about, but Red Wing fans haven't forgotten about the uh, the Jamie Ben cross check that ended Dylan Larkin's season to uh, uh, last year. Yeah, or sorry, two seasons ago. That's 26 um, points currently, Dylan yeah. Larkin. That's impressive. Yeah. And and then also just from a perspective of on the same ice and you look at the how things are going in the NHL, Dylan Larkin is the same age as Rope Hints. He saw what Rope Hints got paid earlier this season. I'm sure uh, Dylan Larkin is uh, saw that contract and is going to be kind of getting ready to count his money in in the summer as well. So yeah, a lot lot of storylines. Always fun with those when. Oh yeah, fun with and when they were in the Central like, back in let's let's throw the 2005 yeah. to 2000. Hey, you know what? Let's go. Yeah, 2004 to about 2007. Like, that was the hot ticket for stars. The Detroit yeah. Red Wings game was the hot ticket. That's what everyone wanted to go to. And I remember just a a, a great uh, shootout victory. I don't know if you remember this one, Sean, where Marty Turco made the save and we thought the stars won in the shootout, except the stick from the poke check slipped away from his hand. So they had to do it over again. 
And he made the save yeah. again. Crowd went nuts. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I remember seeing the highlight of that. I remember yeah. when I when I uh, when I actually went and worked on. I'll plug this because it's always fun to plug, even though it's been out for a couple of years now. But I wrote a book, A Hundred Things Stars Fans Should Know and Do Before They Quality die. book. Uh, I remember when I was researching that book, I was one of the historical things that I was, you're going through all the archives, and I remember coming across that and, and watching that again. Um, maybe it was the first time or whatever. But I, I, either way, it's uh, it's it's definitely a team that is, it's an Eastern Conference team coming in now. Still a bit weird for me to say after how long Detroit was obviously a Western Conference team. Yeah. It's an Eastern Conference team coming into Dallas, and it's a team that uh, you also have a lot of people in Dallas because of the, uh, you know, but you know, this is like because of one of the, there's a lot of people that come from families where mom and dad may have been from the Midwest and moved down to Dallas when a lot of those auto jobs moved down to Texas in the nineties. And so you got, you got some split families down there and in in the area who are hockey fans where mom and dad may have been Red Wings fans from the Midwest growing up and then raised kids in Dallas. So it's, it's always a, I've, I've talked to people like that before where it's kind of a, it's, it's an interesting dynamic that I think a lot of people don't realize until you walk around in the crowd and you see someone with, mom and dad with a Red Wings hat on and the kid with a Sagan jersey on or something like that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So we end today with ESPN's article, which just came out, which mm-hmm. ranks the best lines in the NHL currently. And spoiler alert, number one was the Dallas Stars, Robertson Hintz, Pavelski. Did you think they deserve that number one ranking um, and your thoughts on the other line combos that finish behind them? I would, uh, I would definitely. I think the number one ranking is definitely fair. Um, I'm. You you talk about if you were to ask me off the bat, like, hey, what are the top three lines in the NHL? Even before I saw this story, I'd probably, I probably four of their top, four of their top three. Three of the top four probably would have popped into mind right away for me. Um, the the Barkov, I, I love the Barkov Kachuk Ver, uh, Verhage line in Florida. Um, I, I the the Vegas Mark Stone the way I love Mark Stone's game in general, but the way yeah. him and Jack Eichel and I believe there with Chandler Stevenson has played with Stevenson's speed on the side, and then obviously that Boston line has been. The, that Boston line with Marshawn Bergeron and DeBrusque is great. So yeah. I, I think I think they got it. I, I think it's something where you've got all four. If you had put any of those lines at number one, right. you couldn't really you couldn't really. I like the McDavid too line too. Yes, of course. I mean, any line of <laughs> McDavid is going to be uh, must watch hockey. But the way they were, this was the way you're talking about building a uh, building a line as opposed to one high yeah. I think I think that's kind of the key for me on this one 